Welcome to Paving the Path. I'm your host, Shiva Mirosaini. People know me as a customer experience champion and a digital executive at Fortune 50 companies. I plan on paving the path in my show with women game changers, thought leaders, and executives touching the entire spectrum of digital transformation in healthcare. Join me in exploring the digital renaissance that's shaping healthcare today and forever, changing the future of wellness, care, and health. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am beyond excited for our guest today, Julie Scaff, who is a serial entrepreneur and also a friend. Julie is the chief operating officer at Viz AI. Viz AI's mission is to increase access to life-saving treatments. Julie has served in numerous executive roles in health technology companies, including Uda Health, acquired by Cedar, Grand Browns, now included Health, and Castlight Health. Julia has also worked at Booz Allen, Hamilton, Booz and Company's global health practice, and has also worked in the U.S. Senate. So we have a true star and a true athlete, I would say, in terms of professional experience and also personal. Julie, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm good, Shiva. I'm excited to be here with you. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. I gave your introduction, of course, but you you being a serial entrepreneur, I want to make sure I didn't leave anything out. You have a very rich background. Anything you want to say with respect to your background and how you ended up here now? Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. I think probably the perhaps the most, you know, clear through line for me in my experience is that I've really always been interested in addressing these big, hairy societal challenges. And so as reflecting on this, it may seem interesting that I went from the U.S. Senate and am now at a startup and in healthcare. But the reality is that when I worked on Capitol Hill, which was now almost 20 years ago, I saw how poor outcomes in healthcare lead to really massive impacts on families, communities, and then programs like Medicare, Social Security, and, you know, at Viz today, we actually are working on those same issues. You really think about it, right? We work to make sure that a patient with a particular disease, like a stroke or another condition, that they're getting to the provider that can best serve them. And those minutes and that care coordination actually make a huge difference between the person walking out of the hospital versus not. And on a broader scale, you can see that every time that is happening, we're actually starting to move the needle on those big societal challenges. So for me, I think that's the clear through line. Very mission driven. And as you say that, I'm reminded of that passion and that energy even years back when we were in consulting. So tell us with that mission driven mindset, is there anything that you add to your routine? I don't know, when you wake up in the morning, anything special that reminds you of that bigger task or what what gets you going? Well, I think an obsessive focus on those missions is really actually quite healthy, which is funny, but a funny thing to say in healthcare, that an obsession, it is a healthy, it is a healthy focus for any of these high growth health technology companies. And certainly true for us at Viz. I think for me on a personal level, I always start the day with combination of coffee and a workout. It's usually a bike ride or a boot camp. For me, that's the the way to set the tone for the day. 
So that, that has worked for me and it's probably been my routine for the last 20 plus years. 20 plus years. So you're a superhero, superhuman on top of being a serial entrepreneur. I know you for years, but every time I talk to you, I learn a little bit of an additional anecdote to, to your life, which is every single time impresses me. Now, coming back to this AI, um, super impressive, very mission-driven, very technologically driven company. Tell us the kind of the, the layperson's version of what this AI does and what its mission is. Yeah. So we're essentially what we'd call an intelligent care coordination platform. And what does that mean? Well, it means that we enable multidisciplinary care teams to, on their phones or on, on desktop, view images, communicate with each other, coordinate care, and essentially dramatically then improve the patient outcome, right? And so at the heart of it, there is artificial intelligence running on images like CT scans. That will then alert those care teams to a specific suspected disease like stroke, aneurysm, hemorrhage, pulmonary embolism. There are other disease states that the AI will work to, to alert the care team on. Then that actually helps to mobilize the care team so that they can come to their communication device, review those images, respond very expeditiously. And what we're essentially doing is massively improving the care coordination then so that those care teams can better serve the patient. And so today, this is actually used in a thousand hospitals, and we're actually serving a patient every 30 seconds. So our impact has really dramatically increased with the growth of the company and continues to. I think, you know, you asked what makes Viz unique. To me, the part probably what is most unique, especially in the health tech landscape, is that Viz is designed entirely around provider workflow. Care teams generate enormous outcomes improvements and it also improves their quality of life because they're actually able to support a patient from anywhere through the power of their phone, right? Keeping them updated on the patient transfer or making sure the referral is happening is really remarkable to see in action. And I do think that that's unique. It really comes from our founders. Dr. Chris Mancy is a neurosurgeon by training and Dr. David Galan is a PhD in statistics. And that sort of massive obsession around provider workflow, I do think is unique and it's a good lesson, I think, for anyone who's trying to improve healthcare, that you can build tech, but it doesn't have the impact that you want unless it's really designed with that obsession and focus on the teams delivering the care. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think one of the side effects of science having progressed so much over the past 20 some odd years is that you have so many lines of specializations that's so deep. And therefore, you know, the interaction or relationship between the provider and the, the patient is episodic. And that care coordination, that one view of the, the patient is, you know, somewhat not completely lost, but it's, it's getting kind of foggy a little bit. And your platform brings that visibility and that coordination, I mean, the care coordinate is the best name for it, really. Maybe perhaps, Julie, what will help our audience and myself is if we can bring it to life with an example, and we can pick and choose from the different lines, but like in the, in the patient's journey, 
coming in, what would that coordination look like in just a quick kind of case example? Yeah, sure. So I think, you know, a great example would probably be our first product in stroke where, so to take an example, you would have the patient presents with a suspected stroke, the scan is reviewed, the care team coordinates the care and then expedites the treatment. And so if we took that specific disease state, which is just one of the platform, but I think it's an, it's a really important one, you know, it actually then translates to a reduced time to treatment and in stroke time is brain. And so that first product for, that we have, which is indicated to detect stroke has been shown to reduce disability by 40%, mortality by 50%. And on the efficiency side, a neuro ICU length of stay is reduced by three and a half days. That's what studies have shown. And so even though I think, you know, for us as patients and families, we aren't necessarily aware of what's happening in the background that the technology is in use does mean, you know, much better outcomes for families and patients. So hopefully that's a real world example that, that helps. That's a great example. And talk about significant impact and doing that at scale, working closely with providers, touching, you said a few thousand hospitals, how many lives? I'm assuming thousands of lives. Well, yeah. So yeah, over a thousand hospitals and serving a patient every 30 seconds. Oh, wow. Give us a reality check here. What kind of progress can we realistically expect in the healthcare industry in the next couple of years, would you think? I think more broadly in healthcare. I mean, Shiva, I'm also curious to hear what you think of this, but on the provider side, I think we're going to continue to see physician burnout, staffing shortages, and those cost pressures that come with it. And you know, perhaps the silver lining of that is that, you know, there will be essentially a, you know, necessity for innovation. So I think we're going to see greater energy to improve health equity, especially for rural and underserved communities. I think we're going to continue to see shifts towards telehealth, more value-based care, more payer provider systems. I think retailers are certainly going to continue to move in and expand their reach into healthcare and vice versa. I think healthcare companies into retail, there's a lot of discussion about that now. Um, and I think many of those developments are really going to do a lot to improve health equity. Perhaps also, you know, this silver lining around necessity drives innovation that I think solutions that really do generate results will be adopted much faster and more broadly than they might have been otherwise. And, you know, hopefully that's a silver lining to the, the stress that the system's under. That is very well put and um, very inspirational as well as we look at all the issues and problems that we are facing now. And I think the amount of capital that's going to healthcare, despite the slowdown and the market conditions is still in the, you know, $20 billion type of thing just in the first half of the year is very promising. Yeah, I know I do agree with you with, with everything that you said. I think that with technology disrupting every single vertical, you know, healthcare not being an exception, personalizing patient experience, provider experience, preventative care, all of that powered by AI and a lot of great tools such as Viz AI, I think are very much promising and very much aligned with your vision. So it's wonderful to have Viz AI and your leadership here to kind of guide us through 
all that is upon us. Speaking of is AI, can you give us some perspective about what the next perhaps six to 12 months uh, may hold for the company and the patients and the providers? Yeah, well, I think it all, it all for us will continue to be about the North Star, right? Every product, every feature, every project that we undertake is really guided by our mission. So increasing access to life-saving treatment. And we're going to be relentless about advancing that, right? Every morning, every day, that's what we do. So I think we are, you know, if you want to think about strategically, we'll continue to expand our provider footprint. That's in the U.S. It's also now in Europe, the Middle East, and Africa. So that is a a huge element of expanding upon our footprint. We will also continue to partner with innovators. You know, we were working today with innovators like Medtronic and many others to bring these new products to serve clinicians and expand that reach. And there's also some interesting advances that we are looking at how we impact across the care continuum. And so we have our Viz Recruit platform, and that's a really interesting example where we leverage actually those same tools to enable clinicians to enroll patients in life-saving clinical trials, right? The same platform I just described can also be applied there and add real impact. And so those are really, that's really where we're, we're expanding, right? It's, it's expanding that provider footprint and also bringing new products to the market. Again, all guided by that North Star of increasing access to life-saving treatment. Oh my goodness. I did not know that, Julie. That's quite exciting. I mean, the whole clinical trial space is being appended by, by AI and some of these technologies. But also think about the lives. It takes, what, five to 10 years to bring a drug to market and matching the right patients, being on that last mile and expediting the commercialization with your platform is quite game-changing. Congratulations. Can, can't wait to hear more about that. We have covered a lot in a rather short time period. What I'd like to kind of come back to is what other trends you're paying attention to? We talked about innovation and it's a moving target, really. You're expanding the technology, the roadmap, the features, functions, etc. But what, where do you draw innovation from and what trends are you really paying attention to? Yeah, it's a great question. I think like most people, I'm really watching what's happening in the economy, right? Every day there's a new, there's a new headline with respect to that. And I focus especially on how it impacts our providers, especially, you know, the trends that we talked about, burnout, staffing shortages, those financial stresses, that's going to continue to be a stress or a trend that I, that I focus on. But also in my role, I'm very focused on understanding how do we make sure that we're providing a culture and making sure that our internal operating system helps us actually deliver on our goals. You know, the last two plus years, I think, have been a lot for everybody and especially in healthcare, but for everyone. And we all have to be aware that the way we work has really changed. And I think it's going to continue to change. So at Viz, we've got teams who are remote, some are hybrid, some are in person. And that is all a function of where they can do their best work. And, you know, there, I don't think that there is going to be a one size fits all approach. There are going to be, I think, some truths that emerge in all of this. For example, I think that we all know we need foundational relationships and trust and how you do that through things like really impactful offsites. I think those are some of the truths that will emerge. 
But I also recognize that, you know, one thing I've learned in the last two plus years is never stop listening. (laughs) We've got to keep learning from others' experience because I think the way we work, you know, even today, it's very different than it was two years ago and it will be very different two years from now. And so there should be no complacency. You got me at chief operating system officer. It's so true because if you think about it and you put it so nicely, it's an ongoing iterative process. And as the organization, the environment changes, so does the way we work and that flexibility and attention that you in your role are being hypervigilant about is going to, if not already, really emancipating a lot of impact and energy and purpose in the company. And so I am not surprised by the amount of growth that the company has had. And this is all really, really wonderful. I want to make sure that our audience know where to find Viz AI. And I probably should have mentioned it's Viz AI, V-I-Z dot AI. So that's the website. But also if, if there is a preferred way for people to reach out via LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, whatnot, please do let us all know. Yeah. So yeah, so viz.ai is a great way. You know, we are a growing team. So please connect with, with us there. And then also feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn at, you know, Julie Scaff, Viz AI. I should be easy to find. That's awesome. Well, this was absolutely amazing. I know we spoke uh, recently, but I picked up a, a few new things and I'm, I'm continuing to learn a lot from you, Julie. You're a true inspiration. And I mean that wholeheartedly. I have known you for a few years. We started back in the days at Booz and I am so inspired by you, by the impact, by your leadership, by your just sincerity and servant leadership really in your role for the company and the industry. Someone to really uh, continue to watch. Uh, Very delighted to have you on the show. Thank you so, so much for your time. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks so much. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please spread the word. Tell your colleagues to tune in for all the awesomeness, then leave a review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. This show is produced by Shift Forward Health, the channel for changemakers. Subscribe to Shift Forward Health on your favorite podcast app, and you'll be subscribed to our entire library of shows. See our full lineup at shiftforwardhealth.com. One subscription, all the podcasts you need, and it's all for free. And remember, we might have a lot of work to do in healthcare, but we'll get there faster together. Thanks again.